have a good God on your side and it's good to surrender your whole life to God. You don't lose anything, you rather gain. Hallelujah. Today I would like to just share in life we need to understand that God sometimes makes us go through certain things. And when you don't have the understanding, the interpretation will be different. Hallelujah. I like this psalm so much. Uh, that is Psalm 105. At a point, he was talking about Joseph. But I think I'll read from the verse 1. And he said, give thanks to the Lord. Call on who? His name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Some but we don't have to do that. Tell of all his wonderful acts. Anytime you think about the act of God, the wonderful act of God, it generates faith. It makes you have courage for the future, uh, no matter what you are in. But sometimes we always talk about bad things that happen to us. But let's talk about the wonderful act of God. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord rejoice. How many of you seek the Lord? So what should you do? your heart shall rejoice no matter what is happening to you in life. Amen. Amen. That is the secret of life. They will ask you, ah, why are you rejoicing? Why things are difficult? But you have to know that uh, that is how you are wired to be. Look to the Lord and where? And his strength. Seek his face, what? Always. 
always I'm speaking to some people, remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, and the judgment he pronounced. O descendant of Abraham, his servant, O sons of Jacob, his chosen one, he is the Lord, what? Our God. It's good just to read this one. His judgments are in all the earth, not only in Ghana, but everywhere. Amen. He remembers his covenant forever. So anytime God makes a covenant with us, he does what? He does not forget. He remembers his covenant forever. So that is what you must keep. So that when you are going through any condition, you know that God will always remember his covenant with you. I'm a covenant child, and I know nothing can change what God has said he will do for me. Situations may come in the midst, but I will not be afraid. The word he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac, he confirmed it to Jacob as a decree. Oh, I love this God. To Israel as an everlasting covenant, that is, this, that is a great God. To you, I will give the land of Canaan as a portion you will inherit. When they were but, but what? That's the area I love so much. When they were but what? Few in number. When God said they were going to possess that big land, when they look at themselves and look at the promise, they think this is not, we can't take it. Sometimes when God promised you were, when they were but a few, when you didn't have money, you didn't have anything, God said, hey, chief billionaire, and you look at yourself, you look at your education, you look at your, you look at everything, it doesn't fit your, what you are today. But when God promised, he makes sure that he washes over those words until he performs them. God does not look at your statue before he gives you a promise. He promises and makes you feel into the promise. That is how God is. He calls you strong man while you are weak. He calls you healed when you are sick as if you are dying. He calls you mighty when you look at yourself, there's nothing mighty about your life. That is how God, when he speaks it out, you grow into it. That is how God speaks. So when God speaks to you, don't look at your conditions around. You can say, oh, but, my, but we, are all, we are few. How can we take this land? But God said, you occupy all that land. And you look at your number, you're about five. How can five people occupy that land? Don't worry. God sees ahead of time. He knows how he's going to multiply you. He knows how he's going to make you possess the land. Don't worry about your finances if God speaks about some situation about your life. He knows that he's leading you and guiding you into that destiny. You will surely get there and we will surely be there. Ha! Ah, I love this God. I love that area. You see, why? Oh, we were few. I love this God. Why should God? You know, we men, sometimes, even if you're a man, you are prophesying, you look at people's face before you prophesy. You are prophesying about somebody, you look at his shoe, and you know that the prophecy does not match the person. You have to uh, uh, tone the prophecy down and, 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 and make it in a certain way. God said you'll be rich in the spirit. Because... <laughs> 
Meanwhile, God is meaning financial riches. But you look at the person's shoes, he's dressing, the person, the way the person, this can't, this can't be this guy, you shall be rich. Mm, then you look at the inner spirit. <laughs> Praise God. Yet, God really means that you'll be rich in finances. That doesn't matter. He doesn't look at your statue. He doesn't look at where you come from. He promised and he made sure that he's able to do it. So when God speaks, hold on to the word of God. It might not look like it was so. I like this. I always talk about this Joseph. Who is Joseph's mother? Oh, Rachel. You know, Rachel was the one Jacob wanted to marry. Isn't it? Then the father-in-law, Wagadre. <laughs> Jacob was smart, but the father-in-law, actually the family, there's a smart people there. <laughs> well, who, can, who can go? A senior cricket man went, and the guy was excited, waiting for his wife. But the day they brought the wife, it was a wrong person. Imagine you'll be excited to have a wedding and you marry a wrong person that day. Somebody you don't like. You will start fighting. Ah! So all is well seemed to have ended. His joy and the excitement and what he's been waiting for, his expectation has been cut off. The man said, well, if you want this one, another seven years. When you are in love with somebody, years doesn't matter. See, whatever you love, it doesn't matter how long you serve. Your goal is a thing. So whatever, if you take a hundred years, love Endure it, it beareth long. So, because love beareth long, it didn't matter whether 17 years, 20 years, 40 years. He knows at the end, I'm going to get my wife. Then, out of that, he managed to go through and got his wife. Then, a second calamity happened. The one he didn't love was producing. The one he loves wasn't producing. Second problem. And when the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive. <laughs> this is God. <laughs> ha! Oh, for God, he knows how to compensate us. Okay. <laughs> ah, Leah. 
I thought I would marry this lady and she wouldn't give birth. Rather, the one that I have said for seven years will the one that will be giving birth. Then this one, when she's dead, she's gone. But God changed the whole thing. Yeah. He saw that the guy don't love <laughs> So, when the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive. But Rachel remained childless. Brethren, you might not be loved, but because of that, God is going to make you fruitful. When God sees that everybody has given up on you, that is when God then comes in to compensate you. When God sees that you are weak in some other area, he comes there to fulfill and to strengthen you in that area. When God sees that you don't have this, he comes to reward you with something where everybody will then look to you. Rachel and Leah, Leah would have been treated like a rock. But God compensated her. She gave birth. God opened. God knows that the husband called Jacob don't love that woman. She's been forced on him. And this is a burden and a load on him. He wished he could get somebody to offload His wife, on. Who put free. But God opened a womb. You that is not love by the world, God is going to make you fruitful. Whether He likes you or not, say, What have I done? Leah. I just went to Leah once. And look at what has happened. This Rachel has been going every day, every night. Nothing is happening. That is God. When somebody lacks something, God goes on the side. He compensates people according to their weaknesses. When God saw that Leah was not loved, God gave her something which Jacob will hang on. They cherish children. Jacob, in those days, Children were inheritance. And they were to pass their inheritance to their firstborn. So he was expecting Leah, a richer children to inherit. But God so he became 
competition of giving birth. So the next he gave birth, let me see, let, let, let's read it. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. Which Reuben here? For she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. It means that after you, you think marrying affliction is gone. This lady was single. Nobody is coming to propose to her. And she was crying. Now she's married and more affliction. People think after marrying, ah, oh, that's all is sweet. But if you marry like Leah, he said, God has what? So she conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, the Lord has surely looked on my word, affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. I know the man wants children. This woman hasn't given her children. Now that she has got a chat with me, my position is established, is secure. And most women want security in marriage. I said, this is now my security. I have got a child with this man. He can do nothing. There's a link whether he likes it or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> then she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved. So God himself have heard it. <laughs> God have been here. He did not only say, I am unloved in your heart. The guy went on anybody say, oh, where's your wife? Oh, that, that lady. I don't love her. Her father just pushed her on me. So she said it, ah, Leah have heard it. And God himself heard it. Wow. So God saw it. God heard it. Whatever happens, God will see it. And God also hears. He's the one that seeth everything. And he's the one that heareth everything. Every word that comes, he saw that Leah was not loved. And he's also heard. Not only see what is happening, he's also hearing what is coming against your life. So don't think that God is blind or deaf. I can use that for God. He won't be offended. God has seen my affliction. And because he has seen what I'm going through, sometimes you go through certain things and God, as if nobody sees it, but God sees it. If somebody is maltreating you, 
God sees it. If you are unloved by somebody in the heart, God hears it. He sees it and hears. He's not only a seer, he also hears. God has heard. My husband saying that I am unloved. Everybody saying that, look, this man, he doesn't love the wife. And the more the man says it, the more God comes in. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me his, this son also. And she called his name Simeon. That's what it meant. Continue. Is that it? She conceived again. Hi! I think this should make it should make Rachel, you know, God is compensated love with <laughs> your love, but there's nothing. <laughs> you, you are, they don't like you, <laughs> but you are prospering. <laughs> it should make you feel agitated. She conceived again and bore a son and said, now, this time, my husband will become attached to me. Because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was called Levi. His, this time, this one there, number one, the guy was so pushed. Number three, he doesn't care. For this third one, ah, he will say, I have no of you. Can't do anything. The ten, three children, where do I go again? Love, come back. <laughs> so he called him what? Levi. And that's where the priest. The line of the priest. <laughs> and she conceived again and bore a son and said, Now I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Now I will praise the Lord. That's where Judah, the tribe of Judah, the lion of Judah, you know the womb he came from? The unloved one. That is why when you are unloved, he comes and kills himself for you. For God so loved the world, because you are unloved, then he gave his only begotten son. 
kept on crying. You are not the only person who went through. Look at what Leah went through. Then Rachel said, mm. Four. Four nil. <laughs> what kind of if it's your if if it's your team that's called four nil, you will stop. You see some of you living there. The stadium. Before time. Now, when Rachel saw that, she bore Jacob no children. Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children, or else I die. The loved one rather want to die. The unloved one want to live. <laughs> I'm praising God. The song of the loved one have changed to praise the Lord. The song of the loved one says, I want to die. Give me a child or I die. And you know, even though men and women meet and they give children, they don't, put, they don't give children. Their life is from God. So, Rachel, and Joseph's anger was aroused against Rachel. I love one. And he said, am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? I am not the one. Oh, you, see, you, you go for. That's why you don't want to mind me. You're telling me this. If you don't have it, you don't have You pray well. But you're what for? Say, for my yami. For my yami. Give it to God. This one. No, no. It's not. Lessons. Let me continue. So she said, Here is my maid, Bela. Go into her. And she will bear a child on my knees. And I also may have children by her. Now, she now want to be, is it a surrogate mother? Mother. It started this way, so. Wrong time. <laughs> this time, they take the man, this time, put it into the woman. This time, I said, those days, they were, they were not, they couldn't do that. I said, now go straight. The same method. <laughs> Say, go in. Or if it's this modern day, take my egg, take your seed, and put it in the egg. Or when I get to the egg, I can put it into the woman's, uh, uh, my maid. This is my maid can carry the child for me. Then me too, I can have. Don't feel bad if I said this. I didn't say this. For a woman to allow her mate to sleep with her husband, then she's desperate. 
is how desperate she is looking for a child that she didn't care that this is my mate. So my mate should sleep with my husband. So that when you are desperate, your senses don't work. She needed it. Is it because she needed it? No, she needed it. They said it is out of what? She was envious. So envy can make you do anything. Is it because she's desperate because she needed a child? No, because my sister has got four. If I don't do something, my husband will leave me because He's now got an established family with my elder sister. And love of a man does not stay, uh, 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 it's not constant. It can move. So if I don't get anything uh, uh, to, 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 to stabilize this, uh, this thing, I may lose this man who loved me at this time. But when I grow old and my face doesn't look nice like he sees me. And the wine gets finished. Something is going to happen. So let me get something to chalk myself so that in case that those days come, I should still have something that will keep the two of us together. So she gave the listen and she gave birth. That's number five, isn't it? Or right, number five. And Bilal conceived and bore who? Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged my case. God has judged my case. <laughs> and he has also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore, she called his name Dan. Which called Dan here? You can't let her. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's good. Dan. It, it happened. This is, I'm not hiding anything from the Bible. God will not hide things from you. People think God can't mention something. He's mentioning them. And Rachel made the conceive again. <laughs> and I wonder. <laughs> Yes, 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 Ruby. And bore a son, a second, and bore Jacob a second son, and what? Then Rachel said, With great wrestling, I have wrestled with my sister. <laughs> I indeed I have prevailed. <laughs> Shelley, it's not easy. So she called his name Naphtali. So this one, I've wrestled with my sister. She was going to take my husband away from me. <laughs> but, but this one, the first one has come, the second one, the man will go anywhere again. Me too. I did. When Leah saw that she stopped bearing, she took Zilpah. Her made competition. <laughs> 
this competition. <laughs> hey, you see. <laughs> she took Zilpah her maid and gave her to Jacob as a wife. He too. He gave her to Jacob as what? Huh? As a wife. How? This one birth competition. And Leah made Zilpah bore Jacob what? A son. Then Leah said, a troop comes. Hey, <laughs> 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 you see, you see, you see how all the children name came. <laughs> a troop is not coming. Now we have I have four plus this one. Five. A troop is coming. <laughs> a troop comes. So she called his name God. Should I continue? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you want to hear it? And Leah made Zilpah bought Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, I am happy, for the daughters will call me blessed. So she called his name Asha. So all the names has meaning. He didn't just name them by heart. They, they all have meaning. And they have a history around, around the names. Now Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest, okay, and found mandrake in the field, and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, "Please give me some of your son's mandrake." But she said to her, "Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrake also?" And Rachel said, "Therefore, he will lie." With you tonight for your son's mandrake. Now they are fighting for the bed. If we want it, let's negotiate. Negotiation is that Jacob. Hey. they have their strength and they have their weaknesses. This Bible just make us see that they are human like you. But God grace, when God calling and God hand is upon you, he works something good out of your life. So, when Jacob came out of the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come in to me for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrake. This is. <laughs> he has him all. And he lay. You see, this one said, this one uh, is a negotiation. It's a hired. And he lay with her that night. He said, I have paid. 
I've hired you tonight. Is is my time? So no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Tonight, it's me. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Somebody who stopped. So God hears the cry of the weak. God listened to Leah. Anytime Leah cries more, God hears. Because he knows that the husband don't love her. So if your husband don't love you, God loves you. Don't cry and say, oh, my husband don't love me. God loves you. Leah said, God has given me my wages. <laughs> because I have given my maid to my husband. So she called his name Ishaka. Then Leah conceived what? Again. And bore Jacob a sixth son. Football team. And Leah said, God has endowed me with what? A good endowment. Hey, I read the endowment fund. <laughs> now my husband would dwell with me. Because I have born him what? Six sons. So she called his name Zebulon. After she bore a daughter and called her name Dinah. Wow. She's got one who will also be cooking in the house. Then she remembered then God what? Say it again. God what? Say, God will not just forget about you forever. He knows what he's doing. He knows that you are already loved. So, you are loved. If he doesn't do this, he can't get a balance. He balanced the thing. Your time is coming. And when that time comes, God will remember you. Then God what? Remembered who? Rachel. And God listened to her and opened her womb. And she conceived and born what? And born a son and said, God has what? Taken away my reproach. This just match up with her life. Everybody is saying something, even though it's your maid you gave, people know that this is your maid. People are saying different stories all over. Then one day you yourself get pregnant. Said, I forgive myself, God, I've taken my way one. God is going to take the reproach of many of you away. Amen. What makes people disrespect you? God is going to take it away. It's a time for God to take your reproach away. God will remember you 
and when he remembers you, he will take your reproach away. You see, God can do it. See, God, it's too late. It's not too late. Rachel, it was not too late for Rachel. As if everything, as if the curtain was going down, and just there, God appeared. Oh, let me finish it. So she called his name on. So what does the Joseph mean? And said, the Lord shall add to me another son. She's prophesying. She's prophesying. He said, And it came to pass, when Richard had born Joseph, that Jacob said to Laban, send me away that I may go to my own place and to my country. That time he was still in his father-in-law's uh, <laughs> father in laws as you are doing this. <laughs> Hi! He's giving his daughters to you and you are, you are there and you are. <laughs> you don't pay rent. <laughs> your your, your in laws are. And you are, <laughs> you are in laws and you are doing all this. <laughs> you are even born more than your in law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you, see, you see the scripture is very <laughs> plain it gives you the story <laughs> then when he said that the children he said now nah, I want to he matured now I said now nah, I want to I want to move <laughs> I want to move with my life <laughs> so uh, staying with your in-law there's a time you must move <laughs> oh <laughs> If you live your in-law every day, it's good, it's good. You can live your in-law for some time, but not forever. It must come to a point. Make a decision. I want to live, even if it's a single bedroom, I want to be independent. Most of the time, it's not the, women, the men that stay with the women. The men, uh, it's the women that stays with the men in their father's house. I don't encourage that. It's a problem. There will be a problem in the kitchen. I said, I won't encourage that. Just start anyhow. You may live in a big mansion with your parents. If you marry, at least find something small, please. And be responsible. As a man. I don't say overspend. Just Look at your, your ability. Your wife will be happier than living in a mansion where instruction are given and orders. I know people are you're angry with me, don't worry. But I've said it. Makanya Midian Zakwan as I can Obanyan Zafu. Amen. Yeah, brother, I want to stay there, gather something small, and, and put on my own. Listen, it's a very good idea. But imagine if your father-in-law didn't have it. Wouldn't you live your life? 
Don't live your life depending on men or human beings. Someone is telling me, what about mother-in-laws? Hi! <laughs> Some people are staying with their mother-in-law's house, next room to their mother-in-law's room. Obey then. If don't take time, these children won't come. Okay. Then Joseph was born. So you see, I, I, I really love uh, Jacob. Jacob had a very good skill. Skill to put two sisters together. Now he's got about four wives now. Go, you've born with other two mates, including this one. How to manage? Even one, we are managing one. <coughs> Even managing one, it's Wahala. <laughs> They're managing four. Hey, it might be a very skillful. I don't know how he, he managed them, but it is grace. Hey. And you know, they're envious. Because they, they, this one was, <laughs> they all envy each other. You have to put them together, sometimes in the same tent. Because they're given separate tent. And their children, how to even bond these children together as a nation. But what you are saying is your mothers are also saying different things. No wonder maybe, no wonder they wanted to sell Joseph. If they're the same mother, <laughs> at least if the same mother, it wouldn't come like that. But he told a story, he think that this is my brothers, my father's uh, 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 sons. Let me tell them I'm happy if I become a king. Yeah. If they, and they say, you, you small boy, said all of them will, will, will bow to you. Meanwhile, there's a problem at home first. Your, your, mother, <laughs> your, your mother and their mother don't have good And we think we are coming to bow to you. We came first. Hey! Not everybody you tell your vision. Oh. Never tell your dream to everybody. Not everyone will be excited about your dream. Sometimes when you are excited about something, you want to tell everybody, hey, be careful. <laughs> Wait, people, before you tell them their dreams or whatever is going, somebody, they get small breakthrough. They want to tell everybody you are in trouble. No wonder persecution will follow you. Then a man proposes to you, you are the man says, Hey, this rich man. Then you go around telling all your friends, Hey, do you know this guy? He proposed to me. Okay, they will cross you. I'm telling you. <laughs> huh? You think everybody is happy? 
They will go and destroy you, break your legs before the man comes the next time. But then the man, his face has changed. You don't know the reason why. Yourself. Children always want to tell everybody what? Their plan. Don't tell everybody your plans. Tell people that will help you achieve your plan. But weigh their spirit and their heart first. So Joseph, I was reading about Psalm 105. And I just jumped to this one. You realize that? Yes, I intentionally did that. So they can know the story well. So Joseph... When it came, let me continue where I was. And then, when there were but a few in number, few indeed, and strangers in it, they wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. He allowed no one to do what? No matter how weak you are, God has the ability to protect you. You may be wandering around, not knowing where you're going, People pushing you here and there, and you go for this employment, they sack you. The next time you move here, you're looking for a job. You get there, somebody, sometimes you get to a place, day, day one, somebody gets that, that I hate you. That's the first time he's in your face. Start giving you trouble. Don't worry. Sometimes he can even succeed by doing that, you being moved out of the job. Don't be bitter. He allowed no one. To oppress them, he will not allow anybody to oppress you. Amen. For their sake, he rebuked kings. For your sake, that is why when you're dealing with a child of God or people of God, you have to be very careful. Yeah. Kings are, pe- are people who have got authority, have got, listen, but if you're a king, you want to use your authority to oppress God's people, God will rebuke you. Do not touch my what? Anointed one. Do my prophet what? No harm. He called down famine on the land and destroyed all their supplies of food. That is God. Obey because I know him. And he sent a man before them. Joseph sold as what? He did what? He sent a man, but the mean of sending him was to sell. His brothers had to sell him, but it was God sending him. You have to be able to know that this is a sending or a selling. From the point of men, they are selling you, but from the point of God, he's sending you. If you understand this, you will not be bitter in your heart when certain things begin to happen in your life. Sometimes we pay all our attention to those who cause the problem on our life instead of seeing the good thing that will be at the end. So I, I want to encourage you. He said, look, let me see. Oh, I love Joseph. And he sent a man before them called what? He's called Joseph. Sold as what? A slave. They bruised his what? His feet 
with shackles. And his neck was put in iron. That's how they do the sleeves. Yes, for a moment, some of you, your hands are in shackles. You can't do anything. You are bound. Everything seems not to happen. Your businesses are not working. You try everything. Your feet are in this. I said, ah, is that what God, God, the promises God has said to me? You try everything. It's not working. Don't cry. This time, sometimes your hands are in shackles. And when your hands and feet and neck are in shackles, your movement is limited. Your success is limited. But don't be afraid. God is looking at the end. No matter what you're bound, you try everything. People don't want to mind you. You go and see this one, you look at you and laugh. <laughs> oh, and when at that time, all friends, people you know, they abandon you. Don't fear. Just stand on. Because you are in a fetter and you are just in a handcuff right now. But you are not going to remain in it forever. Till what he foretold came to pass. Till the word of what the Lord proved him true. Look, the word of God will come. Ha! His hands, his feet, he was in prison until God's word came. No matter what condition you are in, God will send his word to deliver you and bring you to the place he promised to send you. His word will surely come. His word will surely relieve you. You won't remain where you are. Oh, I love this. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. It wasn't the king. If it was left in the king alone, he doesn't know Joseph from Adam. Joseph is not his friend. Joseph don't have a name in Egypt. But God, word will have to come to pass. You know, Joseph even expected to have help from men. He pleaded to the people he interpreted that you help people, expecting them to help you back. Let, you see, sometimes you get, you get bitter. I said, this person, when I was there, I was helping him, and look at him, now he doesn't want to mind me. That is human beings. The nature of a human being is that when he's in trouble, he wants your help. When he gets a position, he forgets about you. He looks at his, his comfort. Some people go, when they give their small, small position, they meet you and you talk to them, they look at you. Right? Who are you? Meanwhile, you've eaten your kegale with the person. Ah, somebody you've eaten with. You can't recognize him. Within six months, two years, you've forgotten the guy. Ah! Joseph said, when you go, remember me. And when the man went, he ate the garlic, one, two, three. This is not prison food. He forgot. Sometimes when we are giving position, we forget where we can, we forget about our friends. You are even shy of your mother. Shy of your father. You see your father, your past as if he's not the one. He's the one. 
you are the face is like you he walks like you he talks like you he gets like you are, you are more polished than him uh, prophet he was forgotten the guy went out with promises that joseph the moment i get to the palace the first thing i will say is i will talk well about you to the king so much that the king won't have ears he will have to call you back the next day joseph was there one week nothing two weeks nothing one month nothing so now one year so the guy himself had forgotten that he was with joseph until god himself remembered him God remembered him and said, Joseph, you're putting your hope on men, but men will always fail you. It is only God that will remember you. So Joseph, the king had a, you know, he had a dream. The dream was all because of uh, Joseph. God orchestrated things. Your time has come. At the right time, God will remember you. You might be in chain today, but God will remember you. This is your time. Something is catching and holding you even tonight, even today. Let me tell you, the time is that your time is up to be released. That I see change falling. I see people coming out. I see people feeling and fulfilling their destiny. And I see people rising up to feel where they are. Look people who seem to be nobody, I see God bringing help to you. That day, God then rose up and brought it. Joseph, it's time. It's time. You are giving, you are trying to throw in the towel. Joseph, it's time. Tomorrow, you are going to live here. He said, oh, living here? To where? Then one morning, they came in. They opened the door. The prisoner, uh, uh, prison, uh, prison officer came there. Yeah. Joseph, the king wants you. So, wow. Change his prison dress. Wow. Change his dress. When two full years has passed, did he, did he, did he, huh? What time? You ask somebody to remember you. He's gone there. One week, gone. Two weeks, gone. Your hope starts from the first day. The more the years goes, the more the hope comes out. At a certain time, two years, you know, mm, it won't happen. When two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing by the Nile. God will create a demand. And that demand alone will let everybody look for you. There will be a demand that when we look throughout the whole Ghana, we won't find anybody. It is you that can fulfill that demand. Here is 
Pharaoh, he got a dream. He wanted interpretation. He couldn't get it. His answer is his prisoner. The one that you don't respect, the one that you have incarcerated, he is the one that should come and interpret your dream. But you can't put him there and ask him to interpret the dream. So you have to release him. He then gave a presidential order. Now, a young Hebrew was there with us. Now that the guy remembered. He forgot. But now, he's now remembering. A servant of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams and interpreted them for us. Giving each man the interpretation of his dream. And things turned out exactly as he interpreted them to us. I was restored to my position and the other man was impaled or killed. So there's a testimony. Real testimony. He said, we had this dream. He interpreted it. You didn't know you were coming to release me. The dream I knew before you came. Three days before, I knew. I knew before you went and killed the other man. <laughs> you didn't even, you thought, you decided, oh, let me release this guy and kill this one. It was planned because of Joseph. So that Joseph will be released. Ha. Huh. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. You see where he was? Where? What is, the, where is, what is the dungeon? Basement. Who? Oh, that place smells. Now he's been taken away from that, that brought, when he had shaved and changed his clothes. So, you know, you're old, you see. You don't need to leave the. You look like uh, something else. They had to shave him and keep him. He was unkept because dungeon that you can be look nice. If you open life, I would do her Open sister. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. He entered into. How do you call it? He came to the White House, the government house. They saluted him. Bah, 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 bah. He came there. He said, ah, Trump wants you. <laughs> but the answer you have, Trump don't have it. He can have a dream, but he doesn't have interpretation. <laughs> we want people who can interpret our dreams. We want interpreted, inter, inter, interpreters of Ghanaian dreams. Everybody can dream. But what does the dream mean? How can we interpret our dreams? And I pray that you'll be the interpreters of the dreams of Ghana. Ghana, we have good dreams. But who will interpret that for us? You people should be the interpreters. Amen. Interpreted. Our financial wealth. Interpreted. Our 
uh, our, our medical area be the interpreter. Our, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. The business is interpret the what is workable. The church should be able to interpret the seasons. What is happening? And lead the world. Or the world will lead us into a place where we don't want to go. What kind of interpretation are we put into things? Do we just follow it? Joseph went there to give interpretation. I think Joseph. Joe. He sat down. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it. Thank God, no one can interpret it. It's interpreted from God unless he put it in your heart. They will give you wrong interpretation. That is why sometimes people make this, people come and say, I can do this, I can do this, and they give to them, and you see that, you, you put your faith in them, and before you realize that the thing will work, it's not working. We need real interpreters, people who can interpret. Don't dream what God has given to us. So Joseph, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it, but I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Thank God. Ah, my God, now he's got a trump card now. I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh. But God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Some of you, small success. You want to take the glory on your life. Yeah. Prophet so and so. I can tell you all the answers of Ghana. No, it's God. If God does not reveal it, all the, the prophets or whatever it is will do nothing. Whatever you say will be from your mind, which will work. Or either from the devil, from your mind, or from, from anything. So he said, it's God who gives interpretation. He's the one who gave you the dream, and he's the one who can interpret it. He said, then speak to your God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in my dream, so he gave him, okay, give me, move, 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 move. Then he told him his dream, and Joseph, and, and Joseph gave him the interpretation. After giving him the interpretation, what, do you know what he told him? He said the, the dream, the two, the, the, the dream of Pharaoh are one and the same. He had two dreams, but it's one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. Sometimes God reveals to you, give you a dream, what he is about to do in your life. But you need somebody who can interpret it. You need an interpretation of what he is about to do in your life. So he continues and gave him the interpretation. Then Pharaoh says something. Let, let move, let move quickly. Quickly. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh are one. And okay, continue, continue, move, move to the next. The next. The next. All the cows, I don't need them. <laughs> it's just that I said to Pharaoh, God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Okay. Seven years of great abundance, so he interpreted it. Move from where he interpreted it to the next level. 
So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man? One in whom is the spirit of what? If it's God who can interpret it, and you were able to interpret it, it means that the spirit of God is in you. So he's, he's rather positioning himself for Pharaoh to see that God's spirit is in him. If he had taken the glory, he would have missed this opportunity. So when you give glory to God, you rather, uh, God rather also glorifies you. So you've got interpretation, then we, know we want someone who can implement it. So Pharaoh said, Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. Hey, prisoner, this is what they are talking about, saying about the prisoner. Finally, you shall be in charge of what? Huh? Of my what? Chief of staff. Position will change from prison to chief of staff. You shall be in charge of my word, my palace, and all the world. My people are to submit to your orders. When you come to the White House, everybody must submit to your orders. You want to know, or when you go to Ghana, one. Flagstaff house. I get to Flagstaff house. Hey, what you say? Final. Why not pay with When they put you there, I remember my church member. I'm coming there. I just walk. I want to see Mr. Sanso. You yourself, everybody. I know him. I know him. I know him. Prisoner, fairness are broken. The time has come for God to exalt and lift you. Then finally, you shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to you your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. Only with, the res with what? Respect to the throne Will I be greater than you? The rest. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then sign it and seal it. Bah! So the seal is on it. I hereby. And today you have the seal. Amen. God is putting you in charge. Amen. You are in charge now. Amen. You don't believe it. Amen. Say, Prophet, mm, look at this guy. How can he be in charge? I think the way the world is hitting me left and right, kind of, you are in charge. Amen. I believe that the time has come. For the believers to take their position to be in charge 
and you should be in charge. In charge of your life, in charge of the nation, in charge of whatever we see. They said, in regard to the throne, apart from that, everything is greater. I pray today that God will put you. He will remember you like Joseph. Those who have forgotten, they remember. You know how Joseph came? They struggled before he came. You know how the mother, the mother struggled. And out of her prayers, her desperation, she prayed. The mother tried the physical way and gave a maid. It didn't solve the problem. Until she got on her knees and God himself answered. Deliverance came. He did not only help Egypt, he helped his people too. You see how God, wise God was? Imagine if Joseph wasn't sold. Imagine if he wasn't sold and he was in his, uh, among his family, 12 Anderson. Imagine how many farmers, when they was abandoned, do they have the capacity to store the abundance that can feed the whole world? So God picked him from a lower capacity to a higher capacity where it can feed a whole world, including his family. So God wants to take you beyond your family. And that is how God is planning. But sometimes it's a very difficult path. May the Lord help us amen. to understand that path. In Jesus' name, amen. We have come with